0: Here's your Deeks Insurance tip of the day for controlling your rising insurance premiums. Increase your current deductibles. No matter what the savings are in today's marketplace, higher deductibles will help control your rising insurance premiums. For more helpful tips and your no-obligation quote on your current insurance, call Deeks Insurance. 1-800-240-5283. Deeksinsurance.ca
1: And so I can remember the day that I had my first little girl and I felt like this is what I was hoping for. This was the day. This is it. I'm a mom now. And I remember everybody leaving, you know, they, I have the baby. Everything's great. I'm good. And holding her and everybody left the room, you know, they're going home. Right. And, and I thought, do I even know what I'm doing? Am I just going to mess her up?
2: That's Crystal Porter. And she's our guest today. On Focus on the Family, along with some other ladies from the Help Club for Moms. Your host is Focus president and author Jim Daly, and I'm John Fuller.
3: John, I've talked about it before on the broadcast, but I had a really great mom. I only had her for nine years, but she poured so much into me. She was my world. Of course, she wasn't perfect, but she had me feel loved and seen and heard. And now that I've watched my wife, Jean, raise our two boys, I know that returning the favor to moms and showing love and appreciation is one of the most important things we can do. And that's why we dedicated yesterday and today's broadcast to give moms some help and some hope. And I really appreciated the honesty that Deb, Crystal, and Mary Jo brought to the table, and I'm looking forward to sharing the second half of this conversation with our listeners. And if you missed the first
2: part of this broadcast, be sure to find that on our website or wherever you get your podcasts. And as I said last time, Deb Weekly, Crystal Porter, and Mary Jo Mast are all in various stages of motherhood and marriage, and they've written a book called The Help Club for Moms, Inspirational and Practical Help for You, Your Home, and Your Family. We've got copies of that at focusonthefamily.ca. And as you listen along, you'll hear the reactions of our studio audience. Uh, This was recorded pre-pandemic, so we filled the room with other moms who are part of the Help Club. And here now is how we started part two of the conversation on today's episode of Focus on the Family.
3: Deb, Crystal, Mary Jo, welcome back to Focus on the Family. Thank you. you. It's good to have you here. And all your friends. Yes. 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 Hey, I want to start today off by encouraging moms in their relationships with their children. That's really the, one of the main things that you do, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, Mary Jo, let me turn to you. You have a story about becoming a mom police officer. Oh. <laughs> you got to love oh. that, oh. Movie, right? I think the mom police going. officer. Oh, yeah. so uh, yes. What was going on? Why did you get the badge?
4: Oh my goodness! <laughs> well, kids are being kids. Mm-hmm. You know, all all. Have you noticed they start a lot of sentences like this? <laughs> and I was already struggling so bad with being a bad mom and I just had this feeling of I felt like my kids were being bad all the time like day in and day out and I was embarrassed to go places sometimes just because um, they would act up and I would correct them but and I would discipline them at home but nothing ever seemed to work and so I had a friend of mine Um, And she meant well. I mean, she did not have any idea what she was saying. And she told me to, like, keep track and discipline them every single time that they made a mistake. And so I kind of kept a chart and I kept track of every little thing that they did. And um,
3: in your mind or in fact (laughs) or both?
4: Tried to in both, you know, because oh I was really trying hard to like wow. make them good kids. Like I was trying to form them into this.
3: So you were the mom robotic. pop.
4: I was. The mom. <laughs> Here's your citation. Rip, here you go. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Show up in court.
3: I'm also the judge.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and what was, I was just so angry all the time. I was so frustrated because I just couldn't get them to do what I wanted them to do. And um, it didn't last very long. Thank goodness. It didn't last very what long. What happened? I, well, it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It didn't work. and oh. And so it made me cry out to the Lord where I just was like, God, I can't make my kids listen. Mm-hmm. So, you know, let
3: me, uh, we always talk about the grocery store experience, you know, before you have kids, Mm -hmm. when you're dating your fiance, you're going, oh, we'll do such a better job parenting. Look at that woman on aisle nine. Mm. (laughs) She can't handle her
0: kids. (laughs) And then
3: as time goes on, you become the woman in aisle nine and the next generation is walking in the other aisle saying, look at that poor mom. Mm -hmm. You know, it just is this vicious cycle. But the question is, yeah, what do you do? Just go to that grocery store seen, mm-hmm. oh, you had seven children, yes. so you, you had a handful, yes. I'm, and I I'm assuming maybe just four, once, <laughs> <very came. often. laughs> but uh, you know, what, how do you say to the mom that's struggling with that right now, being the former officer that mm-hmm. you were? Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> relax. Yeah, relax.
3: Yes. That's good.
4: Kids are going to be kids. Mm-hmm. Love them where they are, and I think the more uptight we are as parents, our children feel that, mm-hmm. and they respond to that um, uptight feeling that mm-hmm. we have, and so, you know, I think. God sees you, is what I would say. God sees you. He knows. And he has an answer. A lot of times our children respond because there's something going on in their heart that um, is it's troubling them. And so start asking God for the root issues oh, that's rather good. than yeah. trying to mm. fix them from the outside. Fix
2: the symptom. Yeah. And Mary Jo, in the book, um, I believe you use a passage in Romans and talk about the importance of modeling. So the scripture, kind of rewriting the script, if you will, in your head. And that translating into actions. Yes. Uh, do you remember that verse?
4: Yes, it was. Uh, it's the kindness of God that brings you to repentance.
2: Romans 2.4.
4: Romans 2.4. Yes. Did, did
2: that do a more effective job as you tried to live that oh, out for your kids than the book of shame you had yes. collected? Yes, I <laughs>
4: realized that when I give them what they don't deserve, it actually makes more of an impact because they already know when they mess up. Yeah. They don't need us to That's always be point. telling them. Um, they already have this innate knowing that I'm being bad. And so when you're giving them what they don't deserve which is what Christ did for us mm-hmm. it really it drives it home. Yeah. So
3: Here's a tough one and Deb I'll point this question to you. I think every mom wants to have that great close relationship with each of their children. Mm-hmm. And then there's maybe one child that's not connecting quite right.
0: <laughs> or acting up. Or, <laughs> well, you're the mom that? that leaves the playgroup crying yeah, with but it's crying that kid. connection
3: <laughs> where you may be in a season where you're struggling with that one child. Yes. What happened in your circumstances and how did that manifest?
0: I was always the mom. Who would leave the always, never, and always thing that we brought up? I was always the one that would leave with a child that had been disobedient or was crying. And so I would leave and I would feel like the worst mom. Or she would, I always tease and I say, she would put her toe right on the line that we told her we're not to cross. <laughs> and uh, it was hard because she was so strong willed. And um, I think that sometimes I think it's good to remember that, especially those strong willed kids that are getting in trouble all the time, they could be those children and you, you may be married to a husband or have a wife, that when they get angry or act up, it's because they are mad at themselves mm-hmm. for what they did. Mm-hmm. So with my daughter, she would often act worse when she was messing up and doing things wrong because she was feeling bad, but she didn't know how to fix it. Right. Like I think children, husbands are like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Keep sometimes, coming. Sometimes, you on, yeah. <laughs> sometimes our husbands could be angry. And they're angry because they are angry at themselves for getting angry mm-hmm. or they're angry at themselves for losing their temper. And I think that as wives and with our children and with our husbands, that the more that we can come alongside of them and say, like with my daughter, we would start calling Romans four seventeen where God gives life to the dead and calls those things that are not as though they yet were. And it's when God called Abram, Abraham, before he had children, God called him the father of many nations. And when we call out the goodness in our children and anything that they're doing right, or our husbands, when we're calling out any good that they're doing and catching them being good and saying, you know what? I know that you don't want to fight with your brother or or you say, you were so kind to your brother yesterday or, or right now or with your husband. You're, I know that you don't mean to get up and I know your heart is to, to be patient, and, and I, I, you know, I love you so much, and I just see so much growth in you, and I just feel so much of our words, by bringing life with our words, mm-hmm. we're acting like God. Yes. We're acting like God, and we're calling those things into being that may not have been there yet. You know, and
3: it's, I think it's just the fleshly nature of it all is. of us that we tend, especially in close intimate relationships like your spouse, mm-hmm. you can really mm-hmm. lean into, and I think men do this because it's our default nature, sarcasm mm-hmm. and cutting down. And it's so destructive. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I think that's been one of my weakest points, um, you know, and I'm trying to do better to be more uplifting and positive and reinforced and just bite my tongue Mm -hmm. uh, when I'm about to say something. It might be quite funny, but at someone's expense, you know? So I'm trying to do better. I should be mature in my 50s by now, right? (laughs) But I'm working on that. Crystal, uh, you have an emphasis. About having fun with your kids, you yes. love with your family and your kids. So, yeah. in fact, there's a list of things you can do. We'll post that at the website if you're idea. willing, yeah. and we that's came up okay. With
1: a list of- so,
3: what's that list of fun? I need it now.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> you, know what? I, you know what I think it springs from is I like to have fun, yes. and motherhood can not feel fun. Sometimes. And so maybe that's why it's a little bit more of a priority to me because I'm like, man, we got to have some fun in our day or I'm going to lose my mind. And so (laughs) um, but also the idea of having fun with my kids and on their level, like if my daughter, for example, says, Mom, will you come play Barbies with me? I mean, I would probably rather have a cheese grater to my forehead than playing with <laughs> oh. Barbies. And, You're I not a Barbie don't fan, love, I I don't love pretending. It's just mm-hmm. that's a part of motherhood that's always been a struggle for me. And so kind of from that, I've been like, okay, well, what will I do? Because, you know, I, instead of beating myself up that, oh, I don't get on the floor and play with my kids. I don't do that very often. I, I, but I do things that I like to do and I bring them into it. And so then everybody wins, hopefully. <laughs> so the so what's later an example? In on I'm sure what to so say So an about example. That. I know, right? I know. I know. Well, that. I appreciate your There's, honesty. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's, and, you know, I don't think I'm alone. I've talked to a few friends that feel the same way about pretending. But the... You got some yeah, nodding, so nodding heads right here. here so. Um, so, so what do you do? Yeah. What do I do? Okay. So for earlier this year or last year, all my kids, all five got whooping cough. So we were all losing our minds, what I was talking about before. And we had to figure out what we were going to do. So, you know, in the book, I talk about how one one night I was just looking around and it was just a sad story, looking around my house, you know? <laughs> cabin and, fever. And, and yet cabin fever, I had been awake what, what I felt like was 200 nights just because the cough flared up at night. And yeah. so... I was just awake and I was a zombie mom and I was super grouchy and so we, um, I'm like, guys let's go outside, mom, dad's going to grill something for dinner and we're going to have a dance party outside, okay and pick your song because you're going to be on display, we're all gonna clap for you, it's going to be great and all the kids are just like yes, you know, this is it we, we, we were waiting to have some fun, you know and so even in the midst, I think sometimes it's hard because when you're in the midst of the hardness mm-hmm. of being a mom and when especially when your kids get sick mm-hmm. or I don't know. You're having issues with one of them. Fun is kind of yeah. at the bottom of the list mm-hmm. because you're just trying to survive. And you, mm-hmm. you don't want to do that.
3: Well, you don't feel it.
1: You don't feel mm-hmm. it. No. So you
3: got to say yes and then do it. Yes. Then you feel it.
1: And yes. you know, love is a choice. If I want to love my kids, I need to make sure that I'm, you know, fun. Kids are fun. That's They're what fun. they want to mm-hmm. do. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. So we have, it. you know, in the book is 25 simple ways to have fun with your kids. But a couple of them are like, have a backyard camp out with s'mores make homemade play-doh and these are like things that you don't need to go to the like you know the nearest jump place and pay all this money to have your kids have fun you can have fun make milk and cookies have a milk and cookie night every friday night's milk and cookie night whether they're store-bought because that it, right or whether you're making them all together but just the simple things and that little little bit of intentionality i think with our kids mm-hmm. goes a really long way
2: that's good this focus on the family broadcast will continue in just a moment Or visit hoperestoredcanada.ca to find out more.
4: Focus on the Family Canada wants to inspire teen girls to grow in their faith with a new and improved Brio magazine. By nearly doubling the size of each magazine, teen girls will love the fresh new design, including more articles, interviews, and daily devotions focused on a growing faith in Christ. Inspire teen girls to grow in their faith subscription today at brio magazine.ca that's brio magazine.ca or call one 800 AFAMILY. family
3: families are facing challenges today like never before at focus on the family canada we're here to equip families so they can find support and god's hope for their situation more families than ever are turning to us for help raising their children navigating marital issues and dealing with anxiety and stress Will you donate so these families can find the hope they need to face today's challenges? Make a monthly commitment or a one-time donation today at focusonthefamily.ca slash family.
2: Thanks for listening to Focus on the Family. Let's resume now with the balance of today's programming. All right, we've had a lot of fun talking about uh, being the
3: mom to that little boy or girl. Now let's talk about marriage Ooh, <laughs> in the midst of parenting. Yes. Uh, that's a tough one. Uh, every mm-hmm. single mom's going to have a different experience, obviously. But you're juggling so much, and then there's dad,
0: there's dad, husband,
3: (laughs) um, who's saying, hey, you know, uh, can I spend a little time with you? Mm -hmm. However that works out. And you're saying, I got nothing to give. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of tension in that. And, Mm -hmm. you know, here at Focus on the Family, we talk a lot about making sure your home is a marriage-centric home. It's one of the best Mm -hmm. things you can do for your kids Mm -hmm. is make sure they see you loving each other, right? That mom and dad are engaged Mm -hmm. and have a good relationship. It's the best thing you can do for them. Mm -hmm. Uh, But That takes commitment. (laughs) It Mm -hmm. takes time, especially when you're so tired. So which one do you want to jump out there and volunteer some ideas on that tough point of being this tired mom with little ones grabbing at you all day? And then here's dad. She knows. Okay.
0: both of you guys. (laughs) We all know. (laughs) You all know. Yeah,
4: we all know. Yeah, it is so hard to be intentional when you have a lot of children and you are just – I mean, I had a range of from, like, 15 all the way down to, like, 4. And they're all older now. But I just was being pulled from every direction. And then when dad would come home, husband would come home, it was easy for me to not see what he had been doing all day, trying to provide for the family. And so it was, and also easy for me just to be short with him, and to mm-hmm. just not um, appreciate him when he would come home. Where
3: does that like for, for us yeah. dads, husbands? Where does that come from? Help us better understand, because we've all experienced that too. Mm-hmm. And it's not a guilt thing, but when you step through the door, mm-hmm. and mom's tired, and all those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. But it's the shortness. It's like yeah. you think to yourself as the husband, you're going, "Wow, what happened? Not what did I do?" You know, sometimes mm-hmm. it's two feet in the house, sometimes ten feet, but. Certainly, by about fifty feet, you get it.
4: Yeah, yeah. I think it's just you feel so expended from doing the cooking to the laundry to uh, meeting emotional needs, disciplining, and all of the things that go with parenting. And actually, I was kind of jealous that my husband didn't have to do all that stuff. He could just kind of escape. I looked at it, right. at it as an escape and for him to go to work.
3: Hurt you? That oh, made yeah. Made you feel bad. It made upset. me. It
4: really, yeah. It made me feel upset. I felt like I was taking most of the responsibility of raising the children because he was gone so much, when in reality, he's such a good husband. And I was just overlooking and not keeping in mind his part of what you know there has to be unity in your marriage and so you have to appreciate the differences well in fact you, you talk know?
3: about winning as a team go ahead and describe yes. that
4: yes just well i think winning is recognizing the difference of what a husband is called versus what you as a wife are called to and then as a mom and a dad as well and winning i think is just it's recognizing that you're a team
3: yeah Deb, uh, let me ask you, your husband, you were a little frustrated because you didn't feel that he was providing kind of the spiritual leadership of the home. Okay, every wife just I know, leaned in. You go, lean Deb. in you go, of, Deb. I do
0: want to say that what my husband did do right, and if there's male <laughs> listeners in the audience, he told me whenever, because he would work and he would say, You're doing the important job.
3: Oh, that's yeah. so true. He
0: would say that to me. Yeah. And I think if you're a guy listening yeah. and your wife, maybe she works or maybe she stays home, whatever it is, she's still maybe the one getting up in the middle of the night with a throwing up baby or whatever, just to encourage her mm-hmm. that you see her doing an important job. It's the eternal, it's job. The eternal yeah. job. It's the eternal job. It's what counts. Yeah. It's yes. the
3: spirit of your children. So my
0: husband did tell me that, but but I had but a... But back to this moment yeah, when he moment. was not angelic. Oh, <laughs> I know, I know. Um, so... I had a really rough childhood. Right. So I was desperate, like Crystal, uh, not having a mom. And so I thought, well, I'm going to go to every mom's conference. I went one here. It was amazing. It was it was so good and but i went to all i would fly <laughs> to other states and go to mom's conferences at every conference and the women hear this message so much in conferences and things that your husband needs to be reading the bible to your kids your husband needs to you know be the one mm-hmm. leading the spirit the family spiritually mm-hmm. which is so true mm-hmm. but what if he doesn't know how. Or Or maybe he's busy all day. Maybe he's busy all day and he doesn't have time to think about it. So he Mm -hmm. comes home and he's like, oh, I was supposed to do something. And so we would get in big fights because I felt, and I know you guys probably feel this way, we're like a woman. So we're trying to learn how to be a submissive wife, right? We get that spoken over us a lot, which is important to be submissive, but we, we don't know how to do it. We're, are we supposed to read the Bible? Are we allowed to read the Bible? You know, How do we come <laughs> under his authority, right? But I'm so thankful for God's grace and that he showed me how to be my husband's helper. Yeah. And I think that as moms, this is what we could do, is for me in my home, everybody's different. My husband was busy during the week. And so what we would do is on Sunday morning, we would, uh, I would make a big breakfast, Oh, that's nice. And everybody would get up because it was pancakes and bacon. And then my husband would read uh, his own voice. He would do the voices, like when Saul would try to throw the spear at David, and he was always miss. So Randy would talk, laugh about it. Oh, he always missed. And it was fun. But I set the stage. I would you know, get the kids out of bed. So it became I did an my event. my part. It became mm-hmm. an event. No, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's Being good. Being his helper, so. All
3: right. You say that uh, one of the most helpful things for moms to do is to find community. I mean- I'm sure some moms are going, Are you kidding? Mm -hmm. I mean, I can't get out of the house. Mm -hmm. So that's probably part of the first question I'd like to ask you is how do you do that when you got so much going on? Why are mom friendships so important, though? And they Mm -hmm. should make time to find those mom connections and don't use the excuse that I can't find the time.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. What's the benefit? I'm reminded of just the verse. I was just reading it this week, but it's while it's still today, we need to be encouraging one another. Mm -hmm. And. I don't know about you guys, but I need encouragement so bad. And nobody Even, can
3: encourage a mom like another mom.
1: Yes. I mean... That's true. You commiserate. You um, encourage each other. Sometimes another person is going to see the good in your child that you're not mm-hmm. seeing. They're going to have yes. something for you, a word for you that you needed. And... um you know, if nothing else, it's lonely to be a mom. Yeah, that's it's a lonely job. It, mm-hmm. And I can't. You know, we were talking about marriage before, but you know, a lot of times you can feel invisible. Like the work yes. that you do, nobody sees it, mm-hmm. and well, your kids might see it a little bit, but yeah. they don't even know all. It's the It's true. And in, in
3: that context, one of the occasional situations Gene and I would encounter is I could say. You know, it's okay. It's not going to be a long-lasting thing with Trent or Troy. And she wouldn't hear it.
1: Yeah. Mm.
0: But if she called her girlfriend. Mm. <laughs> right.
3: I mean, I would. I had to settle down on that, and I had to stop saying, "Didn't I say that?" Mm. I mean, you got to learn to bite mm-hmm. your tongue a little. Yeah. But I think there is a special connection there. It's like the ears open up a little wider when it's mom to mom. Rather than husband to wife.
1: (laughs) Well, and the the saying, the days are long, but the years are short. And I just wrote a thing down the other day, and I'm like, the days are so long. Mm -hmm. Like, they are so (laughs) long, and you need that person that understands. I read this thing one time that said, you know, it was the husband thing. He came home from work, and he said, how was your day, honey? And this mom described her day, and she said, it was the best day And it was the worst day (laughs) and it was um the roller coaster ride that you ride is so intense and so having that person that understands that makes so true huge difference how do you
3: how do you do it what advice do you have for that mom who's isolated right now what can she do to get into community to find some other moms
0: Join pray. the help club. No, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> well, no, I mean, pray well, and we, join the help club. Yeah. Yeah. So help club for moms is that, but we go deep with each other. We study the word together. We have fun. We train our kids to know Jesus, and we're going in churches. And so join a help club, or find a friend to pray with. Mary Jo mm-hmm. and I pray together. Crystal and I. I have Rayle and I pray together. Crystal, my mm-hmm. so many women we pray together over the phone, mm-hmm. and that's a big thing in help club is we pray together. But mm-hmm. you have to take the time and the energy and ask the Lord to bring you a friend ask the lord to help you a friend that's like-minded like-minded that's so important oh you have to be careful
4: right you do have to be careful because sometimes the belief system that other people have may not be exactly what what you
0: are and it can make it worse and
1: wanting to make you a more patient mother you know and and two sometimes you have to be brave to Mm -hmm. ask
0: you
2: have to get up and say, "I need help."
1: Yes. Oh, yeah! I, I can tell you. I've, I've told somebody before, "Hey, will you be my friend?" Uh-huh. Literally, as an adult, <laughs> as an adult <laughs> mom, I have asked people. How did specifically. the person <laughs> respond to that? They were like, "I
0: would love to <laughs> yes. be your friend." Oh, that's good. Actually, <laughs> really nice. Thing. I did is. that too. Uh, well, a year ago, I yeah. asked this lady. She's in leadership at this ministry, and I, can I please be your friend? Mm. And people love that. Mm-hmm. And they need a friend. They need a friend.
3: Deb, let me let me end here. We've gotten through this second day, and this has been great. Material. Thank I you hope moms for us. do everything that you've suggested they should do, and I think they'll be in a better place if they do. But when your kids grew up and left home, you had that startling realization about your own identity. And I think this is a great last mm-hmm. question. Mm-hmm. Uh, describe that time in your life and how you turned uh, your depression around because that's what you felt.
0: I was very, because my daughter was getting married, uh, my son was in college. I had really worked hard on my children and I worked in ministry and and I didn't know where to go. Sounds I, like I your felt worth lost. and your
3: value walking out the it door. It was walking with your out kids. the door.
0: And I was going, come back. Yeah. You know, it's the one job that you don't want to retire from.
3: Yeah, let me keep being you know, your can mom. Can we keep
0: doing this, please? And so, I, but I felt like the Lord really helped me. It was a very dark time. It was honestly the darkest time in my life. Mm-hmm. Was after uh, being an empty nester, a new empty nester. I feel for those moms that have grown kids, I'll pray with Jean when she gets older. You were um, right but, about that. Yeah, we're there, be I mean, there. there. Yeah, 19 and
3: 17. So. It's
0: very, I just can't explain it, but God is so good. I just can't say that enough. And if you come to a help club, our help clubs are very, very, we're like this. Just come, be with us. None hands. of us has it all together. Jesus no. is the only one that has it all together, and so we we don't judge each other. We don't gossip. We love yeah. one another, and it's <laughs> the most amazing thing I have ever seen in my life, and it's Jesus, is what it is. No, and, so. and there's really an online good. group, and online group we pray, on we pray yeah. for everybody in those pray. groups. So
1: if you're feeling lost and you there's just a join prayer us online thread, you can we join. Just pray and pray and pray for well, all of our moms.
3: Oh, this is so good. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for these wonderful ideas to help. Moms, particularly, uh, lift their eyes to the Lord and then their families. Thank you.
4: Thank you.
2: Well, we so enjoyed having Deb and Crystal and Mary Jo, as well as the entire studio audience, along with us earlier this year, as we recorded before the pandemic began.
3: That's true, John, and I mentioned this yesterday, but I want to remind our listeners about our free counseling consultations that we offer here at Focus on the Family. Mm -hmm. One single mom called us during the height of the pandemic and said she was completely overwhelmed. She had to work long hours and her kid's school was closed. And this mom was connected with one of our counselors who prayed with her and helped her brainstorm childcare options and also gave her ideas for keeping her kids on track with their uh, online school. The mom thanked the counselor profusely
2: and said it helped so much. Yeah, that counseling team is, uh, they have such great hearts. They're so committed and your problem isn't too big or too small. So please, if you're struggling, Reach out. Uh, Our donors take care of the cost of uh, these counselors being there for you. So uh, it's never a cost to you for that initial call. Our number is 800, the letter A in the word family. Or you'll find a counseling request form at focusonthefamily.ca. And if you feel like you're missing
3: something in your day to day relationship with God and your kids, I highly recommend you get a copy of the book. The Help Club for Moms.
2: It really is so practical, Jim. Uh, it has that list of 25 simple ways to have fun with your kids that Crystal mentioned last time.
3: Yes, it does. And please order this book directly from Focus Canada so the proceeds
2: go right back into supporting ministry and helping struggling families. And the number to call to donate and get your book is 800 A Family or stop by focusonthefamily.ca.